Welcome to the Empowering Path podcast. I'm Jess Frost, aka the Highly Sensitive Coach, and this is a podcast dedicated to fellow highly sensitive people and empaths. My life's work is now dedicated to empowering HSPs and empaths to own their sensitive superpowers and thrive as their authentic selves. Should we get stuck in? Welcome to episode 58 of the Empowering Path podcast. Welcome back, sensitive soul. I am so grateful you're here and I want to take this opportunity to thank all of you again for your listening ears, for your shares on social media, for dropping me a DM or an email with thoughts on the podcast. It means the world. Um, As I've mentioned before, this podcast is still quite a vulnerable thing for me to do. And even today, as I was about to click the record button, there was a huge part of me going, do not do this. And actually, I wasn't going to jump on and talk about what I'm going to talk about. And actually, I actually don't know how this is going to (laughs) come out today. But I feel like there is something that I need to say and it's World Mental Health Day today. And it feels like a, not necessarily a comfortable share, but something that I would like to put out there into the world. <clears throat> yeah, see, my throat chakra is already closing on me. Um, where, to, where to start? So actually, I'm going to start with with what happened yesterday. So yesterday was my dad's birthday. And we went to see him in Leicester where I was born and bred and um, gathered with his um, new wife and and family. And I always spend a lot of time sitting with how I feel before and after I see my dad. Um, For those of you that don't know my story to a certain detail, um, me and my dad haven't always had a good relationship. Um, my dad suffered great trauma in his life, in his childhood, and struggled with addiction. Um, earlier on in his life, it was it was drugs. Later on, it was alcohol and um, really struggled with his mental and emotional health. So has been diagnosed with things like bipolar, things like um, uh, schizophrenia, um, always struggled with depression, anxiety. um, And it's only been in recent years that I've been able to start processing and digesting what this has meant for me. Um, Oh, I already get emotional. Um, But yesterday (coughs) was a beautiful opportunity to notice the duality um, that comes with healing. So what I mean by duality is that we can have two things coinciding. That I can love my dad dearly 
whilst also honouring really strong feelings of anger, bitterness, resentment, sadness, grief, all of it. And I had to take some time out and I had to place some boundaries over the summer period to be able to give myself some space to heal and to finally see a therapist that I felt aligned with me because it's something that I put off for years. Um, and to make decisions around who I see, whether that's my dad, whether there is a, a relationship that can be fostered there from a place where I feel safe. And that's something that I hadn't really considered for many, many, many years. Safety was never at the forefront for me. Um, You know, I lived my life quite destructively as well for a long period of time. And yeah, I've been reflecting on my experience with mental and emotional health. I do a lot of work supporting others. Um, aside from my empowerment coaching business, I'm partnered with a amazing company that trains and supports peer support workers within the mental health space. Um, this work lights me up. And, you know, for many, many years, I was the caretaker, not just for my dad, but for my family, really. Um, and through doing the work on myself, going deeper, understanding patterns and behaviours, understanding about things like codependency, which a lot of children of um, parents with addiction or mental health problems can struggle with in in later life um, and do, yeah, end up rescuing, fixing, trying to save other people, coming from a place of love in their minds, but actually can be quite manipulative and destructive subconsciously for everyone involved. So I've been able to to understand why my behaviour has been the way it has been. I think I can now see when it comes to mental health and my experience of it, I genuinely feel now that I was terrified of being unwell having seen my father where one minute he was you know externally the life and soul of the party even someone yesterday said to me oh your dad he's amazing he's he's such a half um um cup half full kind of guy isn't he and I felt Nick (laughs) next to me um because he could sense my reaction to that and it's like absolutely in this moment I can honor that he is a half full kind of guy and I can understand that people see that but it's not necessarily what I saw and um yeah watching him being sectioned and you know visiting him in psychiatric units which don't have the support or the knowledge that they do now and there's still so much work to do now you know that was really distressing as a child and and really confusing and painful and 
yeah, you know, I now know that subconsciously I became a caretaker to the family because I thought that's what I needed to do as like a core survival because I didn't feel safe to express my emotions. So even if I was struggling um, and as a highly sensitive child, that adds another layer. Like if I was struggling in the family home, it was well known that like if dad was struggling, we had to just be quiet and be good. And um, yeah, I, I just remember the words, don't cry, don't cry. And almost like, I can almost feel the um, the feeling in my in my stomach when someone says that to me. It's like I, I just go and like clench everything and I push my emotions down. And it's why I think I've developed emotional eating um, to push the emotions down in my throat. Um, oh, didn't anticipate getting this emotional. Um, but yeah, I think it's why... I resonated for so many years as like the strong one, the stoic one, the one that cracked on. And I wore it as a badge. The fact that I would look after everyone and that I was the one that, you know, people would come to with their problems. And I, you know, prided myself on being a good listener and, you know, offering that support. But I now look back with so much compassion. I'm like shit Jess you held so much in like so much emotion and only now with the help of some incredible humans um my coaches people like Erica Kramer people like Josh Conley um my partner a therapist my my um psychologist Laura Williams I've been able to start feeling safer to be me, start feeling safer to put boundaries in, start feeling safer to cry and to get it out. And today it's tears, but in the next moment it could be anger. So I need to find spaces where I can get that anger out. Um, But yeah, mental health, I think, terrified me, terrified me. I think there was always a thought of, God, if I show even a slight bit of vulnerability, what if someone's going to take me away? Um, what if I'll end up in there? Um, what if I lose all my family and all my money, like my dad did, and ended up in halfway houses? And even at times when he was so mean to me and so cruel, and he would now, bless him, He'd be so upset and so apologetic about what happened in the past. But, you know, I think having that, to a certain extent, emotional abuse at times, again, made me terrified of mental and emotional ill health. And this underlying... I don't know if the words resentment, the emotions resentment, but this. When will someone do this for me? Like, when will someone look after me? And I think I carried that for so many years. And it's like I put a mask on. So I was smiley, happy Jess. I was high achieving, you know, even um, 
one of the worst years of my life when my parents ended up separating and my dad's parents took their lives together. Um, and that obviously was devastating for my dad and took his um, illness and addiction to the next level. Even then, I was like still getting into the top uni, still going off to study psychology, smiling, you know, cracking on because that's what we did as a family um, to deal with everything. It was like be stoic and just carry on and went off to uni. God knows how I got the results I did. (sighs) But I look back and think you didn't need to do that, Jess. Like you didn't need to just carry on. God, what could have been if you'd have been able to access the support that you have now to have been able to process that back then when you were 18 rather than carry it around in your body rather than numbing out yourself to oblivions and getting involved in toxic friendships, relationships lifestyles without knowing how to be the real me so I felt like an alien on this planet yeah that's what I'm wondering today and for anyone that's listening to this as the strong one as the one that had to develop such strong parts to survive to feel safe that now doesn't serve them in adulthood I hear you and I see you and I'm with you I hate the word strong now I hate the word resilient actually resilience is something that I've kind of reframed and I do talk about in my work but when I realised and kind of started processing everything. I hated those words. I was so angry that that's who I had to be. And now I see strength in vulnerability. I see strength in emotional release and emotional freedom. Um, and if you're listening to this and... You feel like you're breaking. You feel like you're breaking from the weight on your shoulders. Please reach out to someone. You don't need to bear that weight. That's not yours to carry. And there are so many amazing people out there that can guide you, that can walk with you as you go through this. Because some of the people who are struggling the most are the ones wearing smiles on their faces. Yeah. Thank you. If you're listening to this, I had no idea that I needed to come out like it did, but I just had an intuition nudge that I needed to say this. And and there should be mental health day every day. <laughs> and we should be able to have all these conversations and, and break down all of this stigma. Um, I long that we can talk about things like suicide um because that was one of the things that really 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 hurt 
and added to the pain inside of me, I think, when we lost my grandparents was that no one talked to you about it. Um, I just didn't know what to say and they didn't want to upset you. And I think the upset that built up inside of me by no one talking to me was far worse. So let's keep up the conversation. I want to talk to people more about mental health struggles because it's something that, like I say, I think I was so terrified of, even though, funnily enough, I was struggling too. (laughs) And I've started to accept that I struggle with my mental and emotional health a lot. (laughs) And that's okay. I am a deeply feeling sensitive human navigating a fucking chaotic world. (laughs) Um, So I'm not surprised. And I work hard to make sure I have the right support networks around me. Um, So if it's to gift anyone anything, it is see who's around for you. And if it's looking empty, please do reach out and find your people, find your networks. Um, You deserve it. You're worthy of it. And equally, I'm deeply grateful that I can, like I say, kind of cultivate a relationship with my with my dad now. But I know that's not the case for some people listening to this. So I'm sending you love. Sending so much love. And please know that our DMs are open. If this has resonated with you, um, let me know. Um we don't need to hold it in anymore. We're safe, especially those people that have been labelled strong. The ones that are looking out for everyone that has the weight of everyone else's problems on your shoulders. I see you, but you don't need to hold it all. Well, I didn't, yeah, I didn't expect this, but thank you, um, anyone who's listening. And know there's help out there for you um you don't need to do this alone but until next time doll take care of yourself and protect your energy